Hello and welcome to Financial Education for the Nation. My name's Warren Shute and today, should you be doing something different with your investment portfolio? In fairly unprecedented times, with uh, we're just coming out of the coronavirus pandemic, we have got uh, inflation double than we've experienced in our lifetime and expected to go higher, and we've got the Russian invasion of the Ukraine, um, and the fear—it's the fear at the stage, the fear of a possible nuclear um, war stroke attack um, by Russia. So should you be doing something different? Should you, be, should you be changing your investment portfolio or should you just leave things as they are? <clears throat> it's really easy to say with hindsight, but I genuinely believe that it's in moments like this that differentiate a great investor from an average investor. And a great investor, when you look at them and you look at their traits and what they would do, uh, would look at the situation, not in detail where we are now, but zoom right out. And they would be less concerned with what was going to happen over the next 12, 36, even 60 months, arguably, and more concerned of what's going to happen over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And if you look at a chart of the world stock market, you can see the number of events that have happened. It's something that I share with my clients. So um, when I'm taking a new client on at the moment and they want to invest a million plus pounds, um, their question is, is now the right time? Should we be investing now or should we defer it and wait until everything is settled down? And the thing is, there's never a right time to invest. And when markets recover, they often recover very rapidly, very swiftly. And then you miss out on all that growth. And we get again have stats to say that if you miss the best five trading days, 25 best trading days in, in a period, um, what your return diminishes by, and it's significant. So although we are going through significantly unprecedented times with regards to the inflation and the invasion and the coming out of the pandemic, I would say to you is a great investor will buy great companies and will stick to their plan. They won't deviate. They won't allow anything to deviate from their strategy. And it's very, it's interesting. I go off on a loop again now, but um, I watched King Richard the other night, which is the story of the uh, Venus and Serena Williams, the tennis stars. And King Richard is basically their father, Richard Williams. And he had a plan for them. And he had the plan and he allowed nothing to deviate from the plan. And when he had the plan, which he thought out, I assume, in a cool head and strategic and looked at the, the information around him, said, OK, this was what would create the best tennis, tennis stars. He worked that plan and delivered that plan and he created arguably the two best tennis players the world's ever seen. And your investment process is not too dissimilar. You need a great psychology. So you need to make sure you understand how the market works. You need a great strategy to know how to invest your money. 
And then you need to work the plan. And it's your psychology will keep you working that plan, making sure you stay true to the process and not be affected emotionally by the world around us. Okay, so it's not that these things aren't important and serious in the moment. What's happening in Russia, sorry, in Ukraine by Russia is horrific. It's awful. Um, and inflation is something to be aware of. And the effects of the coronavirus financially are significant. But capitalism has proven to work. Companies are there to make a profit and support employees as well as shareholders and you are rewarded for putting your capital at risk and investing now will your money go down yeah arguably it will and if we look back in history you can expect and you should expect your capital should fluctuate by 50 percent. that's five zero of the equity allocation so if you're a hundred percent equity, hundred percent stock market invested, you should expect your investment to fluctuate by fifty percent. So a hundred pounds will at times go down to fifty pounds before it recovers. But do great companies recover? Yeah, of course they do, arguably. And if we look at this, um, the likes of uh, Microsoft and Google Alphabet have been modestly affected by it. And if you look at the extreme scale of it, the likes of Russia have been significantly affected by it. Having a globally diversified portfolio and keeping true to your investment process will reward you over time. Now, there is one thing also to bear in mind that Russia and Ukraine are likely to be less than 0.1% of your portfolio. So taking up a very, very, very small allocation of your thing. So the effects of this are um, twofold. You've got the direct effects of Russia and Ukraine. Okay. And then you've got the secondary effects of rising utility prices of gas and oil and rising wheat prices. So those rising prices are going to increase inflation. Those inflationary measures are then going to be reflected in prices. So prices will increase, but what that generally means is that companies then will make a higher profit so that they then um, will make higher profits and then generally companies can perform better during a higher inflationary period. And there is arguments or research to prove that cheaper companies, so value companies as opposed to growth companies, actually perform slightly better than uh, during a uh, higher inflationary period than growth companies do. But you know, at the end of the day, without going into the finer detail, just a retail investor, what shall I do? You stay invested, you stay true. You know that you've got um, 10 years or more to your retirement date or when you're gonna access the income. If you need access uh, to your income in within the 10 years, then you basically add about two, if you're 100% equity invested, within 10 years, let me go back a stage. You're investing for your retirement, say, or a future event where you're going to take income from your capital. And you're 100% equity invested because you want the growth and you've accepted that the markets will be volatile and at times you'll see your portfolio fluctuate by 50%. In the 10 years running up to the date in which you're going to take an income, you need to really start accruing around about 20% in short-term high-quality bonds. Okay, and the reason for that is this is where your income will be paid from during difficult times. 
So in the 10 years running up, you want to be doing about 2% allocation to bonds every year. So year 10, year 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So we get to the um, day you want to retire, you have about a 20% allocation to bonds. So you're gradually reducing your equity exposure from 100, profiling it down to 80. And then your fixed income profile goes from zero up to about 20. So we're then at retirement, we've got 20% in bonds. Um, which will give you around about five years of income um, at 4%. So that's the drawdown rate. So you have 4% of the, of the original investment at your retirement age, and you've got five years there. So if the markets then trend down for five years or what have you, then you've got five years in low-risk investments. Now, if you want to be more cautious than that, then you simply increase the fixed income allocation in the run-up to your retirement. So you go from 2% to 3 or 4 whatever you want to be, and you're just gradually profiling it up. So that's a strategy there. But you know, winding it back in and just looking at the big picture and saying, yeah, we've just come out of the coronavirus and the debt is high. Um, we've got rising inflation, more than most of us have experienced in our lifetime. And we've got a war in Ukraine. Don't allow this to allow you to deviate from your investment strategy. You will expect to see your portfolio fluctua, uh, fluctuate. But if you sold and went into cash, when are you going to buy in? What needs to happen for you to buy back in? Okay, and these are the these are the unknowns um, that we don't know, and that's why there's a lot of academic research. This just proves that we just stay tight to our investment strategy, and we just stay true to our investment process. That's all I've got time for today. Um, hopefully that's been of use. I thought I'd just do a quick video just to give you an update on what's going on. If you get any questions, please feel free to message me. And until next time, stay safe. My name's Warren Shute, and this has been Financial Education for the Nation. If you haven't yet subscribed to my channel, please do so. There's a great number of back issues to go through. And remember, what makes us different on your financial journey is the support with access to downloads and templates on warrenshoot.com, the YouTube videos and podcasts, as well as access to me, a multi-award winning certified financial planner and certified international coach. So please do engage and let's get your finances sorted together.